0: Hi, hello. How are you? Welcome, sunshine, to the Waves of Joy podcast. My name is Shauna Jabel, a certified personal trainer, digestive health specialist, transformational nutrition coach, registered diagnostic medical sonographer, and successful six-figure entrepreneur. I am obsessed with helping women navigate the undercurrents of life. The time we spend together will teach you how to live simply, leave the mundane, travel the world, demystify happiness, and radiate joy. So get ready to massively up-level your life, starting today. How do you let go of attachment to things? Don't even try. It's impossible. Attachment to things drops away by itself when you no longer seek to find yourself in them. In the meantime, just be aware of your attachment to things. Sometimes you may not know that you are attached to something, which is to say, identified, until you lose it or there is a threat of loss. If you then become upset, anxious, and so on, it means you are attached. If you are aware that you are identified with a thing, the identification is no longer total. I am the awareness that is aware that there is attachment. That's the beginning of the transformation of consciousness. And this is a section out of the book, A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle, which is not going to be the reference of this whole um, podcast, but it was very, very appropriate for the beginning because I want to talk about attachment. And how we literally live our lives attached to things, to people, to so many different ideas that just our our lives would be so freeing if we would practice non-attachment. So the cause of fear is attachment. The cure for fear is detachment. And when we track our fears back to the source, often we find they're closely related to attachment, our own need to control things. We hold on to ideas about ourselves material possessions, and standards of living that we think define us. And this clinging to temporary things gives them power over us, complete power, and they become sources of pain and fear. When we accept the temporary nature of everything in our our lives, we can feel gratitude for good fortune of getting to borrow them for just this short period of time. Even the most permanent of possessions, belonging to the most wealthy and powerful people, don't actually belong to them. And for many, this impermanence causes great fear, anxiety, and pain. And so it's time to shift our fear to a soaring sense of freedom through non-attachment or detachment. Now, the problem is people often equate detachment with indifference. Like, they think that seeing things, people, and experiences as temporary diminishes their ability to enjoy life, and I have to disagree. The more I look at how temporary things are, life, people, your cup of hot coffee, the more you savor the moment, the more you enjoy the sip. It's different. It's a different way to live your life. And it definitely takes a lot of practice. Don't get me wrong. Like, just overnight, you can't just detach from everything. But I'd like to just uh, throw out a personal experience here. When I was a traveling ultrasound tech, I flew to Alaska and I lived in Alaska for a while. And I brought what fit in two suitcases. But out there, I bought a lot of things. I had stuff shipped to me. I just couldn't live without my things. My parents came to visit and they helped me move back to New York. And literally, I had to put on layers and layers of clothing because nothing would fit in all the suitcases I had. Like, I swear my dad was never going to travel with me again. I was so attached to things. And that's like my one big, like, I think back and I'm like, why? Like, less is more. And ever since then, you guys, like over the past couple of years, I travel with a backpack. I just went to Jamaica for eight days and I had a backpack. Like that's unheard of for me and it is so freeing and you're talking to a girl that just constantly moves And every time I move and I clean out my things i'm just like I don't need this I don't need that. I don't even try to sell half of it I'm, just like somebody needs this more than me And it's been sitting in my closet for how many years and i've never even looked at it Like I don't need it And then when I do clean stuff out i'm like, why didn't I do this sooner? So I always encourage people to do that the decluttering of your home and where you spend your most time Is decluttering of your mind as well Okay, so just a personal example a couple years back and it's taking me time to detach. Honestly, it's it's hard because we you know, I used to have my grandma's chair right in my living room and she passed away. And every time I saw that chair, I'd think of her. And then I ended up going through a divorce years back and I had to get rid of a lot of things like that. And I think that's when my practice of non-attachment or detachment started. Okay, so imagine you're just driving this luxury rental car you're on highway, I don't know, Pacific Coast Highway in California, Highway 101 up in San Francisco, do you tell yourself that you own it? No. You only have it for a week, maybe a few days, but you enjoy it differently because it's temporary, right? Or think about that long-distance relationship. I know to a point in most people's lives, you've done some kind of long-distance relationship. And maybe you only get to see each other once every month or every couple of months, or maybe the military is your reason for separation, do you appreciate the time you spend together more? Of course. Are you present every moment? Yeah. Do they slightly drive you insane because you haven't seen them in a while? Um, uh, probably. (laughs) But imagine if you woke up every day next to that same person and you realized how temporary this life is, this moment is. You choose that person. That person chooses you. You choose to go to work. Nobody makes you go to work. Do you have to pay your bills? For sure but everything in your life is fleeting. This moment is fleeting. All of your blessings are like a fancy rental car or maybe that beautiful Airbnb in, in uh, Vale, Colorado. Okay, You're free to enjoy them without living in constant fear of losing them because you know it's temporary. So detaching from things is literally the ultimate practice of minimizing fear. You don't have to be afraid of losing anything because nothing's actually yours. I think that's the beauty of things. When my bike got stolen and I lived in Charleston, that was a custom-made bike, $500, gone. Well, good thing I'm not attached to it. Like, it's gone now, right? You know, maybe your family's had a house fire and you lost everything. And I can't even imagine how that feels. Every memory, every photo, everything you have. Remember, they're just things. You're here. I hope your family is safe. But detachment can bring you so much freedom in your life. The same thing goes for like how we try to anticipate the future, right? I'm waiting on some really big things to happen for me in this week, right? And I'm living in the moment. I'm not looking forward to the next day. Am I excited about things? For sure. But if I live in the past and in the future, I'm missing this present moment as it's fleeting from my fingertips right now. And if I fear the past or I fear the future, it's going to imprison me and it's going to imprison my imagination. Like, I'm going to think the worst, okay? So through the detachment in our life, we can accept the situation and whatever comes of it. We have very little control. And I tell you guys this time and time again, fear is just a tool to grow. It's not hard. It's just, it's not hard to detach from something once you practice it constantly. It's a muscle that has to be worked, okay? And it's hard not to judge the moment. And it's hard to remain open to new opportunities, right? We get caught in this circle of like living the same day over and over again. And the unknown future spins like a whirlwind through your body. But let me tell you, attachment brings you so much pain. If you think something is yours or you think you are something, then it hurts to have it taken away from you. I love when i say this to out loud i think to myself you are whole without someone else you attract the right people in your life as soon as you heal yourself or stop labeling yourself so when i stop labeling myself as a bodybuilder I opened up so many opportunities. I have this beautiful CrossFit community, this beautiful yoga community. I am not a bodybuilder. That's not who I am. I am Shauna. I'm separate from that. I detach from that, right? Or if you have a significant other and maybe it's just not a healthy relationship, but you don't feel whole without them. You need to do the work on yourself. Okay? Things can get taken from you by, by choice, by illness, by injury, by just... The fact that other people can choose to walk away. Things can happen. Accidents happen. But when we start to question who we are, that's how you know you've attached yourself too much to something. Okay? Things will be taken from you day in and day out for the rest of your life. And what you do with that is completely up to you. If you're going to sulk in it and you're going to, you know, just it's pity, a huge pity party, then that's a terrible, sad way to live your life. And I don't want that for you. And in the the whole title of this po- po- podcast is detachment is not that you own nothing, but that nothing should own you. And this is a quote from Ali, a cousin and son-in-law of the prophet Muhammad out of the book, Think Like a Monk. And this is so powerful. So detachment doesn't mean that you don't care. Actually, the greatest attachment is being close to everything and not letting it consume and own you, letting things come and go in and out of your life. That's real inner strength and something we all can work on. Think about how often we attach to just what we own, your car, your this, your that, you know, I've gotten in a car accident, I've gotten things stolen from me, I've gotten and ever since I've worked on non-attachment, I'm like, "Huh? Ah, well, I'll figure it out. It's a very amazing way to live your life. The problem is too, like, you know, modern world doesn't tell you that that's okay to do. It encourages this behavior of being stressed out or flipping people off and freaking out if, you know, there is a fender bender or if somebody does something to that takes something away from you that you were attached to. So how can you learn to detach? There's a few things. There's, you know, there's extremes like long periods of fasting, silence, meditation, yoga, Extreme hot and cold. I'll tell you something I've been incorporating into my life. Not only a ton of yoga and daily meditation and weekly fasting, but hot and cold. My yoga class is really, really hot. And I take cold showers at least three times a week. I try to do five. I'm just starting this, but ice cold. These methods detach you from the body because they make you realize the discomfort you have in your life, you guys, is in your mind your body can handle amazing things. I'm fasting right now. I did an 18 hour fast. Um, last night into today, I had one meal today at noon and that was it. Okay. And then, so I started fasting again at 1230, just tea, black coffee, bone broth, and water. And I'm doing another 20 to 24 hour fast. You can do hard things. And why did I do this? Well, I was starting to feel a little sluggish, a little inflamed, a little uncomfortable. So now I'm getting more uncomfortable. It's in my mind. I'm really hungry right now, but I'm fine. I'm sipping on some tea. I'm talking to you guys. You can do hard things. Like the first time I decided to fast, I wanted to go to the emergency room. My detox was so bad. And I think it was like, I think that was, I went for 20 hours. I think it only made it like 18 Right. And now just on a daily basis, I usually fast for 16 because of the way my eating schedule is. It's like actually really, it's much better for you to eat something very light before you go to bed so you can get into deeper sleep, whether that be a cup of soup or just something, you know, not close to bedtime, very heavy. Okay. But that was the worst detox ever. And I was desperately hungry, but I used my intellect to soothe myself. I didn't cave. I thought I went through. And now ever since then, I don't get those. I had like an awful migraine. I was like, I was like, Head in the toilet, like I feel like I'm going to be sick, right? When we detox our body and our mind, it can be very, very powerful, but it can also be painful. So soothe yourself, be the observer of your thoughts. Realize when your body doesn't need to think about what it has to eat or prepare for the next meal or whatever it is we're constantly giving it things to do, it opens up more space for a different sort of energy. Like redirecting your energy and attention to other areas of your life will bring in so many amazing opportunities you couldn't have possibly had before. Because now it's free of distractions. But you have to train your mind. You have to challenge yourself. Maybe give up the phone, the TV, sweets, the alcohol. Abstain from gossip at work. Man, if you work in the medical field or you're a teacher or anything with a lot of women in your life, I have to tell you, it's hard to abstain from gossip. But once you remove yourself, people stop coming to you. They stop complaining about other people to you. But challenge yourself. Meditate. Do something really cold or really hot. Bring awareness and redirect your attention to what makes you so uncomfortable and sit with it. Start living in the seat of your awareness. Spot the attachment that you have right now. When do you experience it? When are you most vulnerable to it? Maybe it's eating and maybe you eat out of boredom. Maybe you're lonely. Maybe you hate your job so you just don't want to feel your feelings. You just eat. The whole shift at work, you just eat. Is it technology? Is it your phone? Are you numbing? Do you want to live that highlight reel on Instagram that, you know, what's making you feel bad about yourself and eliminate it? Stop following those people. If you're lazy or you're bored or you're lonely, Don't pick up your phone. Read a book. Call a friend. Do something different. Okay, you can't expect a different result if you don't change something in your life. And I want you to evaluate yourself. What you think completes you is running your life. What do you think right now you cannot live without? Detach from it. Recognize that attachment. Stop and think about it. Don't punish yourself, don't label it. But do you want to add more of this attachment into your life or less of it? Are there certain types of actions you can take right now to work towards detaching and freeing yourself and your mind? And with anything, you guys, we must replace all of our behaviors with new and improved behaviors. Otherwise, we fall back into these attachments and these habits. So go all in. If you decide to add in cold showers, don't start with it warm. Make sure it's freezing before you even step in. And if you decide to limit your time on technology, set yourself up for success and do it every single day. Set an alarm. Set something. Don't just do it when you feel like it. Because in practicing non-attachment, you free up so much time and mental space. But you have to commit to it. You have to create a habit. For me, when I cleaned out my house, every time I moved, I felt so free and ready to like conquer the world. I was like, whatever's next in my life, I can do it. And I always do. Inevitably, I always ask myself why I didn't do it sooner. I think about that trip to Alaska. I didn't need any of that stuff. I needed one damn jacket. I was there for the summer. Come on, y'all. I was ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And I have to tell you, when you do travel heavy, it's really hard because inevitably you're probably not going to be on the first floor wherever you're staying. So it's just a lot to carry, you know, baggage is heavy and it's heavy in your mind too. And during this transition, you're going to get back in a lot of different ways. So set yourself up for success by making sure it's sustainable during this time in your life. If you have a million other things going on right now, don't try to half-ass commit to this. Be ready. Make a promise to yourself. Don't wait for the new year. Do it for you when you're ready. Okay, now there's never a perfect time, but I promise you'll find new clarity and perspective as you practice non-attachment. The mind becomes quiet. This morning I drove to yoga and I was drinking my green tea and I listened to some meditation music and the sun was rising. My mind was so quiet. I had no fear. I had no worry, no ego, no envy, no greed. I just was there and it was beautiful. Now, trust me when I say life's going to be imperfect. That's not life if it's perfect. It's certainly going to challenge you every week, every day, every year. But if you accept it as it is, you're going to see see the clear path ahead. And it's going to be so beautiful, more beautiful than anything you could have ever imagined. Because the universe's plans for you is, are so much better than the plans you have for yourself. So remember during this transition to offer yourself patience and understanding. You're going to have days of low motivation, lack of focus, lack of energy, anxiety. I get that. I'm here for you. Give yourself grace. Remember, you're not your thoughts. You're the observer of your thoughts. And like a muscle, you have to exercise this regularly so you can grow stronger and more reliable. Trust yourself. You got this. You don't need anything but what's inside of you. So embrace the imperfect road that brought you to where you are now. Accept your life for what it is in this very moment and realize you can continually grow every single day and be better. These small things, they add up to big things. These small things I talked to you guys about saved my life just a few weeks ago. So trust me, from experience, from non-judgment, detachment is not that you own nothing, but that nothing should own you. I love y'all so much. Please take what you need, leave what you don't. Send this to a friend who maybe just collects too many things or maybe is attached to their significant other a little too much in an unhealthy way. No judgments, just attachment. Drink your water, eat your veggies, smile, be a kind human, give back. I love y'all so much.